Gator Palooza is coming to Gatorland next month. A Florida man threatened a hotel employee with a magic wand. A Florida man called the police on himself after holding hostages for two days. And a Florida bride has been arrested for lacing the food at her wedding with cannabis. These are the weird stories for Friday on Weird AF News. And they're all out of Florida because on Friday we do only weird news from the state of Florida from this week. It's called Florida Fridays on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian inside a closet. It's hot in this closet, not as hot as Florida. Let's go. Gator Palooza. Gatorland announces Gatorpalooza, a two-day festival with a Florida man race through a gator-infested swamp. Oh boy, it sounds like fun. Gatorpalooza, guys. Let's find out what's happening at Gatorpalooza and if you'll survive. Deep in the heart of Florida, the heart of alligator land, in the middle of alligator mating season, the best attraction in town is a party at Gatorland. It's called Gatorpalooza, and it returns to Gatorland next month. This is the alligator capital of the world, Gatorland. I can't believe I've never heard of Gatorland. They have a lovely website, Gatorland.com. They list all the animals you can have some quality time with, including alligators, crocodiles, wildcats, birds, tortoises, snakes, and critters. Whatever those critters might be. Just naked men they find at Chick-fil-A. They got some experiences here, including the Gator Gauntlet, the Stompin' Gator Off-Road Adventure. They got the Screamin' Gator Zipline, Gator Night, uh, all kinds of things you can do. Plan your visit to Gatorland. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> I, uh, I like my toes and fingers. And of course, we have the main attraction next month, Gator Palooza at Gatorland. And uh, they're going to have some live music, some giveaways. Some games. They don't say what kind of games. I'm going to guess they're Florida-centric games, such as guess the drugs this man is on. Get the naked stranger out of your pool. And how many baby alligators can you fit down your yoga pants? It says here the park is also hosting some markets and some food vendors. If that's not enough, uh, there's the whole alligator event, also known as the Florida Man Challenge. Gatorland is going to be hosting their second annual Florida Man Challenge. The event lives up to its name by being brazenly and courageously dumb. It's a triathlon-style event that has competitors sprint through a gator-infested swamp to make it to the finish line. (laughs) What is the reward for this? What do you you get for risking your life running through a gator-infested swamp? It doesn't even say on the website if there's a prize for winning the Florida Man Challenge. It just says, uh, on May 14th, Saturday, the Gatorland vlog team and our crazy competitors raced through a muddy swamp, swarming with giant alligators in a triathlon event like no other. It's the kind of sporting event that makes the rest of the country shake their heads and say, <laughs> only in Florida, while everyone in Florida just shakes their head and says, <laughs> only at Gatorland. We have a quote from Gatorland President Mark. We are excited to host our Gatorpalooza Festival again. And, you know, roll out the Gatorland's unique style of fun and excitement during this special weekend event. Hey, man, how many people are going to die this year? I don't know. (laughs) Let's see. (laughs) Running through a swamp of gators, man. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Can you imagine people sign up for this shit? I can't believe it. 
And you'll be happy to know that Florida residents get half price on a single-day admission to the park with a valid state ID. How about that, guys? You living down near Gatorland? I would totally go to the Florida Man Challenge and just watch these idiots run through a gator-infested swamp. Can you imagine? If you guys are in the Orlando area, you might want to stop by and check it out. Make sure you have insurance, okay? A Florida man threatened a hotel employee with a magic wand. A Florida man has been charged after he allegedly pulled out a wizard wand and pointed it at a hotel employee and threatened the hotel employee. With what? Turning him into a toad? What what kind of threat with a wand? (laughs) What's this guy's name? Our wizard star of the story. Glenn Brown. He's charged with fifth degree assault and trespassing. The Tallahassee police were called to the Marriott at 12, 12 a.m. The report was a person with a weapon, and anything can be a weapon if you use your imagination. Let's find out some more details. Maybe our wizard thought he was showing up to a renaissance fair of some sort at the hotel. Or maybe there was some LARPing going on here. Maybe they were LARPing in the area, and then this wizard went rogue. Do you guys know about LARPing? It's when you take Dungeons & Dragons out into the real world because you're a maniac and a super nerd. Yeah, you get out there with swords and... Your wizard hat and your wizard wand and you, you you meet up with other people dressed like wizards and dwarfs and elves and paladins and clerics and fighters, whatever. Well, it says here the hotel employee told the police that Glenn Brown, who had already been issued a trespassing notice in November that prohibits him from coming to the hotel until next November. It doesn't say what he did. Uh, my guess is it involves a Ouija board. Uh, It says this guy walked into the hotel and reached into a bowl of used room keys in the lobby. Okay, so he wasn't supposed to do that. The criminal complaint states the employee asked the wizard to leave several times, and that's when the wizard started calling the employee racial slurs, because, you know, these wizards are racist, man. In defense of the wizard, he comes from a a medieval time. You know, in the 1500s, there wasn't a lot of minorities around. It was mostly just a bunch of white guys on horses jousting like morons. Do you remember those days? Thank God we've moved on from that. Well, this guy hasn't. Our wizard star of the story, Glenn Brown, was told to leave the hotel. The employee followed him out. That's when Glenn allegedly pulled out a wand that the employee thought was a knife, of course. In response, the employee pulled out a gun because the employee has a carry conceal permit, a conceal carry permit. So you could just take your gun to work in Florida. Well, that's comforting. <laughs> hey, just know, guys, if uh, the Starbucks employee screws up your order or says your name wrong, don't make a big deal out of it. They're packing heat. So the hotel employee pulls out a gun, points it at the wizard. That's when the wizard kicked over a garbage can and then turned and pointed the wand at the employee again. Eventually, the wizard ran away. The complaint states some details about the magic wand. It was about 16 inches long, hard metal point at the end. Kind of looked like a knife, the complaint states. Our wizard was arraigned in court and was granted a conditional release. Actually, he just cast a spell and disappeared. It's it's called teleportation. It's a level 8 magic user spell. A Florida man called the police on himself after keeping hostages for two days. 
A Jacksonville, Florida man was arrested after the police say he called to turn himself in for a home invasion robbery where he tied up an elderly couple for over two days. The Clay County Sheriff's Office say 46-year-old Aubrey Lumpkin. What a great name. Aubrey Lumpkin. Hey, Lumpkin. Lumpkin called the police at 11.36 p.m. to tell them that he was, quote, a piece of shit. (laughs) I'm a piece of shit. He also said, I've done horrible things. Horrible things. I'm a piece of shit. And I want to turn myself in for a crime. The deputies say Lumpkin told him he had an elderly couple who needed some medical attention. Yo, you mean your hostages, Lumpkin? Oh, yes. Uh, The police arrived at the address that Lumpkin gave them, and they found two victims with their arms, legs, and face bound by duct tape. The couple was extremely dehydrated, malnourished, and they were covered in feces. Oh, terrible. Lumpkin, just let them go to the bathroom. They're elderly. Are you okay? Yeah, you are a piece of shit because you let them shit on themselves. (laughs) Come on, man. Uh, They also had multiple infections. Oh, boy. Lesions from being tied up. Terrible. Duct tape will do it to you, man. According to the affidavit, they were tied up for over 48 hours. They were immediately taken to the hospital for infections and lesions and dehydration and trauma. Obviously, you got this guy Lumpkin in your house, duct taping you, not letting you poop. Meanwhile, the deputies arrested Lumpkin and took him back to their office for questioning. We're taking you in for questioning, Lumpkin. What'd you think you were doing back there, Lumpkin, huh? I'm a piece of shit! During the interview, deputies say Lumpkin told them that on Saturday night, he and another man went to the home to rob this elderly couple. He went through the back door, and the other man went through the front door. Yeah, good plan, Lumpkin. Once inside, Lumpkin told them he ordered the couple to get on the ground and fired two shots over their heads to scare them. That's probably when the feces came out. Uh, and then uh, he said he wanted to scare them because they wouldn't stop screaming. Yeah, that's what happens when you do a home invasion. <laughs> with another man and and some weapons, Lumpkin. Lumpkin and the other man then tied the victims up with duct tape. Deputies say that Lumpkin and the other man found the victim's credit cards, forced the victims to give them the pin, and the two men took turns going down the street to withdraw money from the victim's accounts at an ATM at a Winn-Dixie. These guys are pretty stupid. You you hold them hostage, and you just go, you, you walk to the nearest ATM to take out the money. Are you okay? They took out about $3,000 in total. After that, Lumpkin told the deputies the other man left. Oh, he left you holding the bag. The two elderly people covered in poo. <laughs> oh, no. Poor Lumpkin. He didn't know what to do. He's like, hey, I'm going to call the police. The documents say Lumpkin admitted to taking the victim's car out several times as well while they, <laughs> while they were being held hostage. said he went out several times in their car to go buy drugs. Wow, Lumpkin, you are just so misguided. You didn't think to bring back some water and ibuprofen for your two victims? The victims corroborated the story and were able to identify Lumpkin as one of the robbers. He's charged with a home invasion with a firearm, adult false imprisonment, adult false imprisonment, uh, and the sale and delivery of drugs. Oh, he, he bought and sold drugs while he held them hostage. This guy was just running a business out of their house. Well, at least our man Lumpkin decided, you know what? I'm going to call 911 and just tell them I'm a piece of shit. It'd be fabulous if all of the POSs in Florida would just call and turn themselves in. Although I don't know if there's enough room in the prisons. A Florida bride and caterer are charged with lacing wedding food with marijuana. Many of you sent me this story and I thank you. It's a classic Florida story. 
Here we have a Florida bride and her wedding caterer, and they've been arrested and accused of lacing the wedding food, including the lasagna, with marijuana, causing several guests to become sick, according to the arrest warrants and affidavits. The bride is Danya Shea Svoboda, age 42. The caterer is Jocelyn Montrenice Bryant, age 31. They've been charged with culpable negligence, delivery of marijuana, and violating Florida's Anti-Tampering Act, according to the affidavit, which states that Svoboda agreed to and allowed our caterer, Jocelyn Bryant, to lace the wedding food that she served with cannabis, unbeknownst to the attendees of the wedding, many of whom became very ill and required some medical attention at the wedding. (laughs) Great. What did you think was going to happen, Svoboda? Are you okay? It says, when the Seminole County deputies arrived at the community clubhouse in Longwood, several wedding guests were already being treated by the fire rescue personnel for, quote, symptoms consistent with that of someone who has used illicit drugs. When a deputy asked Danya, the bride, and her husband, Andrew, whether they had requested or consented to the food containing this cannabis, Andrew, quote, stared stared at the deputy with a blank expression for a few moments before stuttering, no. (laughs) Yeah, because he's high out of his mind as well, deputies. Everybody's high at the wedding. And these are edibles, man. That means you're going to get a a high that you you might not be able to, you you might not be able to handle. Uh, There's a difference between smoking the cannabis and eating the cannabis, in my experience. Not just mine. A lot of people say this. The deputies collected food and glassware from the wedding venue that had been used by the guests, including a beer glass, some lasagna, desserts. The the lasagna tested positive for THC. Oh, boy. Says here, some guests reported feeling stoned, quote, and ill and high. Others said they felt, quote, weird, tingly, fidgety had extremely dry mouths after eating at the wedding. One woman who attended told an investigator that while she was at the hospital, she felt very paranoid and, quote, believed her husband wasn't telling her the truth about the other family members and that her son-in-law had died and no one was telling her. She she became extremely paranoid. She tripped out. Hey, man, when you eat a bunch of THC, man, this can happen. It could put you in that weird, quirky, paranoid place where you think everybody's out to get you. You start thinking to yourself, this isn't a wedding. Everybody brought me here because they're going to kill me in front of the rest of the family. That's what's happening. Another guest told the police that after she realized she was very high, she asked Dana, the bride, if she had put marijuana in the olive oil. The guest claims that the bride answered, yes, of course, and then acted very excited. (laughs) She was so pleased to dose all of her wedding guests with some cannabis. What is wrong with her? She's, she's like, enough of the dancing. Let's talk about chemtrails and the Illuminati. Another guest said that when she texted the bride from the hospital, asking her what was happening and what the hell she was given, the bride responded, Ugh, we have no idea. What a liar! She knows! <laughs> She put the THC in the cookies for crying out loud. According to the affidavit, the very first man that the deputies encountered at the wedding reportedly requested an ambulance because he was, quote, feeling weird and felt like he had, quote, drugs inside him. I feel like I have drugs inside me. You know, when the drug 
there's drugs outside of me, right? I've seen those. I usually don't let them get inside of me, but I think they got inside of me. I don't know how, but these drugs are inside of me. I'm feeling weird and, and very hungry, and I can't stop eating because I think there's drugs inside of me, but I think I keep eating and putting more drugs inside of me. This is the problem. It's a big, vicious cycle of me having the munchies, and I keep putting the drugs inside of me. The drugs keep going in me. In total, there were 40 guests at the wedding outside of Orlando, many of which were dosed, clearly. They reported feeling nauseous and dizzy. Some claimed their hearts began to race. My heart's racing, Larry, and I'm not even on the dance floor. That's weird. You know how I like to do the chicken dance at these weddings, and that's when I really get going. But right now, I feel like I'm getting going. I haven't even been on the dance floor. The detectives collected a lot of the food from the party. They found that the beer, the lasagna, and the pudding shots all tested positive for THC. Obviously, the bride and the caterer have been arrested. They're facing felony charges. The catering company is called Jocelyn Southern Kitchen. If you guys want to pull a funny prank on your relatives next holiday. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe you guys want to throw a... Surprise cannabis bar mitzvah of some sort. <laughs> I'm feeling a little funny. Uh, yeah, this is, a, this is not okay, by the way. Let's just be clear. You can't just secretly dose, especially the elderly. I mean, it's all fun and games until Grammy starts tripping. You know what I mean? Hello, my fellow weirdos, loyal listeners of Weird AF News. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Florida Fridays. I'm highly caffeinated. That's why I'm talking this fast. I want to thank all of you who sent me Florida stories the past couple days. Very, very helpful. I'm going to publish some calls as well. Thanks for calling the show. I'm going to publish them after this, uh, including some calls from the angry Florida man. How appropriate. It is Florida Friday after all. If you guys would like to reach out to me, uh, my email is funnyjones at gmail.com. The number to the show is 646-450-2012. And you can find me on Instagram at funnyjones. Please DM me and say hello. You can also send me links to funny stories that you come across, weird stories that you come across there. Hope you're having a nice weekend, or you did, or you're going to. Uh, And lastly, if you'd like to support the show, please consider joining the Patreon. Yes, it's Patreon. That's a way to support the show by giving Jonesy a couple bucks a month. It's like buying me a caffeinated beverage or a boba or something. Boba. Yeah, I like boba once in a while. A little sweet, though, but, you know, once in a while, get some, get my boba game on. Do you guys have boba in your country or wherever you're from? Anyways, that's weird to talk about boba. Anyways, I don't know why I did that. Um, all right, well, I love you all. Please hang in for these phone calls. And if you'd like to join the Patreon, it's patreon.com slash weirdafnews. Or go to weirdafnews.com and click on the Patreon banner. Toodaloo! Hey, weirdos, this is one of your new fans doing um, your podcast via um, Alexa, and I just want to let you know that you rock. You totally, completely rock. We need more podcasts much like you. So, rock on. Bye. Oh, one other thing. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday 
from Iowa City calling, and it's Chris's birthday, Chris Jones, just Chris Jonesy as we know him. Hey, his birthday's coming up on April 27th. The countdown is on just five days away, but today's April 22nd, which is also Earth Day, so we've got an Earth Day and a birthday. The Earth Day motto for this year is invest in your planet. And let's invest in Jonesy, too. You know, if this was the 80s, he'd be doing a newsletter and sending out the weird news that way. Well, you know, he doesn't have to do that and put that on a bunch of paper and mail it out in the paper envelopes. Let's save a bunch of trees for Earth Day and be glad that Joni can do this electronically over a podcast. So let's think of Earth Day and turn it into a birthday for Jonesy. And if you're interested and joining the Patreon and showing appreciation for the earth and for Jonesy, all of the joy, laughter, levity, and, and happiness he brings into our lives. Show your appreciation by going to weirdafnews.com, clicking on the Join Patreon link, and you can, for as little as $2 a month, join the Patreon. There are other giving levels in there as well if you're got the financial means during these difficult times to help Jonesy out with a little bit more. There's probably like $5 and $10 giving levels, but uh, consider that if you've got the, the funds right now. Uh, I like to say at the $2 giving level for five days a week of comedy, that's just a dime a day, pretty doggone cheap. Where else are you going to get laughs for a dime a day? And weird news at the same time to bring laughter into your life. 
and uh, always feel like you're going to be better off than the Floridians that are talked about in today's Weird News podcast. Well, uh, let's think of other ways that we can show appreciation. Call into the uh, hotline at 646-450-2012, and Jonesy will be happy to give you his address if you're interested in maybe sending a birthday package to him or maybe uh, a greeting card with a little something-something inside of it. So, again, his birthday is only five days away. If you want to send a card or a package so that it's on time, call him now at 646-450-2012. Get his address, and you can maybe send something and get it to him on time. You know, if it's late, I'm sure he 